Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, welcome to the show. Scott Mitchell here. Helmets off. That's right, folks. It doesn't pay. It doesn't pay to play in the NFL. Let me explain. As a kid growing up, I can't tell you, and I'm not, I'm not an anomaly. Okay, so what I'm going to tell you here is normal. This is what people do, and they do crazy stuff like crazy, crazy stuff in order to play as a player in the NFL. And it starts when you're a young kid and you work your whole life and you've got all these people that you're playing around in little league sports and then you go to high school and you go to college and you go to the pros. And there's about, I don't know, 270 uh, players, 290 players, 300 players a year get drafted out of millions that play. And at any one time, there's roughly about 16,000. I don't even know if it's 16,000 players. Well, there's 32 teams. There's, um, let's just say there's 53-man roster. So let's say it's 50. There's, uh, there's 1,500 players who play in the NFL, if I'm doing my math right. Two zeros and a 15, yeah, yeah. 1,500 players out of millions. And you you put your body through the worst kinds of tor- torment and torture. You work out. You're sore. You work out. You do it when nobody wants to do it. You work. You work. You run. You lift. You train. And for what? Because... It's brutal to win in the NFL. I mean, I I can give you example after example of people. And really where this started for me was watching Jimmy Johnson uh, get noticed on national television that he was being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And he was, the I think, the 390th person to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. 390 out of millions and millions of people throughout the years. And he said, the first thing he said, and and I got emotional about it for a lot of reasons. And he said, "I the first thought that has come into my mind is I think of all those assistant coaches and I think of all of those players who played for me. And you look at Jimmy Johnson's situation and he was fortunate. He was fortunate to get in the right situation because the Dallas Cowboys traded away Herschel Walker 
and in doing so created a dynasty. And had that not happened, I'm not sure that the Cowboys, because really once that dynasty left, the Cowboys haven't been to to the playoffs, haven't been back to the Super Bowl in years, in years since Jimmy Johnson left. And they're considered one of the most popular top franchises in all of professional football. They couldn't even make it to the playoffs this year. And you look at you look at every single franchise and all of these coaches and all of these players, and guess what? It's not like the players don't try hard. It's not like they don't go through this process of just torturing their body. Every single player on every single team puts in an, an, a crazy amount of effort and work to get to the NFL, to play in the NFL, to 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 be a part of it. And most of them, if not almost all of them, end up losing. I mean, I mean, this really sounds like a downer thing, but man, it is so true, and it and it it's just so true. And you and I just I think of Jimmy Johnson and and how fortunate he was, you know, because he went to the Miami Dolphins. Shoot, he's Jimmy Johnson. Come on, won national championships at, at the University of Miami. Hello, you had like the best players in all of America. I mean, NFL player after NFL player at Miami the University of Miami. So yeah, you're going to be great. And most schools do not have that privilege, that opportunity. I mean, in just college football alone, what? There realistically may be 4 to 6 teams a year that have a legitimate shot at winning a national championship. That's that's really the truth. And you know why? Because there's there's a consolidation of players at a few universities. It fluctuates, it changes, but for the most part, there's a few universities that just have the best players. And and most of them are, are focused and concentrated in the southeastern part of the United States and maybe a little bit of the Midwest. But uh, So most most people, and I know this is about the NFL, but, but lo- winning in, in the NFL is a losing proposition. Let me, let me just take let me just take last year's Super Bowl opponents. Do we even remember who they are? Of course we do. You have the New England Patriots, and they're an anomaly. Just so you know, I mean, they are an anomaly to, to win as much as they have. It's insane. It's, it's unheard of. It, it's, it's crazy. And so many things have had to go right for them to actually win. Let me take you back to 2001, the second game of the season. I'm playing for the Cincinnati Bengals. One of my former Detroit Lions teammates is playing for the New England Patriots. We 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 beat the Patriots. Bengals beat the Patriots. It's their it's the Patriots' second loss of the season. After the game, I go up and say hi to my my former teammate and friend, and I say, "How is it there?" And he goes, "I hate it. It's awful. Belichick's a tyrant, and it's like high school. It is the it's the biggest joke in the world." Well, a week later. Drew Bledsoe gets hurt, and in comes Tom Brady. And there is the beginning, the beginning of this dynasty. Had, would that dynasty have happened had Drew Bledsoe still been quarterback? Yeah, they might have made it to a Super Bowl or two. I don't know. I really don't know. But Tom Brady is such an anomaly and it, to win. <laughs> it's so hard, so hard to win. Tony Dungy said... I had Peyton Manning, who's considered one of the greatest all-time quarterbacks, 
I had him for five years before I won a playoff game. Five years in the NFL before he won a playoff game. And 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 so so let's go back to the to last season's Super Bowl winning team or, or um, opponents. You have the Patriots, and the Patriots fell off the wagon this year. And and they they went to the Super Bowl with virtually the same team. I mean, early on in the season, everybody's like the Patriots are going back. And then let's take the L.A. Rams. It's like Sean McVay is the hottest guy in the world. He's amazing. And, and, he's, and he's got this great defense, and he's just this young superstar uh, defensive or, you know, offensive mind, genius. Here we go. And what happened to them this year? What happened to Todd Gurley and that amazing defense, Aaron Donald, and what happened to Jared Goff? And 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 they and they, they it's like a year ago. I mean, just a year ago, they were the best thing, the brightest thing, the most amazing thing in the world. Go back two years. Who played two years ago? The New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons. And you're like, finally, finally, Matt Ryan has you know, he's arrived. He goes to the Super Bowl. They're up by twenty five points at halftime. And they lose the Super Bowl. And and you and you look at Matt Ryan, you say, well, you know, he's he's arrived. He's, he's there. You look at Jared Goff, he's there. I mean, even the Chicago Bears, it's like they kind of get out of their own way and they figure out how how to win. But look at most of the teams in the NFL. Look at the Cincinnati Bengals, look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, look at the Detroit Lions, look at the Cleveland Browns. I mean, look at the Tennessee Titans. They're, they're, these teams struggle. Are they, you know, the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, I mean, take the New York Giants. I mean, the New York Giants are one of the model franchises in the NFL. I mean, they really, it's a flagship, blue blood, traditional NFL team that's used to championships and winning, but, but they haven't won for years. And they, they look terrible. And they've gone through three head coaches and it is a brutal, brutal business. And yet all of these coaches and all of these players just, I mean, if I could tell you the hours I spent preparing to play my entire life, I mean, you, you talk about 10,000 hours. I mean, I probably put in 25,000 hours. My, 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 my producer, Madison, just ran the marathon and, and, and she at Disney and she did 150,000 steps in a day. And I get that. I, I took those steps. I took them every day. And, and so you're, you're, you're this person that's made this amazing commitment. Because that's the other thing Jimmy Johnson said. He goes, look, I, I'm so glad that somebody's recognized all of the work and effort that I've put into being, uh, you know, my, my craft and my job. And, I, and I'm listening to this, and I'm like, everyone did that, Jimmy Johnson. Like, everyone did. Everyone did this. And you're just so fortunate. And I mean that in, in the nicest, kindest way, because I didn't shortcut it. I worked my butt off my entire career preparing, preparing to play. I worked my – I did all of those unusual things. You hear about Jerry Rice and – and Jerry Rice running up these hills and these crazy workouts they had. I did them every day. I did them every offseason. And, and, and I guarantee you, everyone did that. Everyone worked hard.
everyone put in the effort. And some guys, yes, they have amazing talent. I'm telling you, Dan Marino, amazing talent. Barry Sanders, amazing talent. Jonathan Ogden, uh, Rod Woodson, um, Ray Lewis, amazing talent. But they weren't the only amazingly talented guys I played with. There were a lot of amazingly talented guys. They weren't just the only ones. And they were, yes, they had the ability, and everybody worked hard. And they, and just some people were fortunate to be in the right place at the right time. And, but most of the time, people lose in the NFL. There's one winner. There have been 52 Super Bowls. And the chances of winning a Super Bowl are less than 1%. It's just so hard to do. It's so brutally hard uh, to win. And we're, and, and we're constantly, I'm fascinated by this. These teams and these organizations are just always changing things all of the time. And I wonder what would happen if they just left it alone. And if they just didn't quite quit meddling with all this stuff and let these players play. If you've established and you, it's like you can play in the NFL, great. But I'll just get, one guy comes to mind, Matthew Stafford. Amazing talent. Serious, amazing talent. Never has won in Detroit because I believe I understand the Detroit situation. And he's been through coordinator after coordinator and player after player and coach after coach. And you just wonder if they would have just kept a coach. And I know that's crazy talk because people are like, no, because you got to fire people after five years. I mean, they wanted so quickly to get rid of Wayne Fonts when I was in Detroit. And I'm just telling you, if they'd have left Wayne Fonts alone and had left our offense alone, we would have gone to a Super Bowl when I was in Detroit. We had the talent, we had the team, and they just messed with it. And it just takes time, people. It just takes time. It's just a hard thing. It's a hard thing to win in the NFL. And unfortunately, um, most people don't get the opportunity to have the right situation come up and the, and the right things happen. I know I've said this before. A guy like Steve Young goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If he never leaves there, he's never in the Hall of Fame. He never wins a Super Bowl. It just doesn't happen. I don't care how good Steve Young is. He's not going to by himself turn around the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So how do you deal with this? And, you know, as a player, it's like – because it's not when you're there. My experience was amazing in the NFL. I don't regret a minute of it, but I do regret that people after it's over tell you like you stunk or you weren't any good or you were just okay uh, because that's not true. Uh, if you can play and you can make it in the NFL, you are flat out amazing. And that's where the win comes from is getting there, being there, and staying there. And all this stuff about – Hall of Fame, Pro Bowls, Super Bowls. You know what that is? That's just icing on the cake for a really a very select few. But there's a lot of guys that deserve it. A lot of guys deserve it, and a lot of guys don't get in. And that's, oh, well, that's just how it is. In my mind, you're there, you make it. You're one of the greatest of all time. All right, Helmets Off is now off. We're powered by KSLSports.com. You can find us on Facebook at the Helmets Off Podcast, Twitter at the Helmets Off Show. And until then, we'll, we'll catch you soon.